Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. It's the second hour of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you, along with Brendan Escott. In this hour, we're hoping to uh, negotiate contract uh, contact with uh, one of the newest contracted players of the Edmonton Oilers, Joachim Nygar, out of uh, Farstad over in Sweden. We'll also hear from Jack Michaels and Reed Wilkins, our Stanley Cup final predictions. Jack has won the playoff prediction pools. I think he's out with an old friend of ours, Mike Norris, uh, which means Mike's paying. Uh, anyhow, look, this is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. And the title sponsor of Oilers Now is Digitex. Uh, yes, uh, Digitex. Digitex is the title sponsor of the show. Buy or lease your next office network printer from Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is Digitex.ca. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology, software, IT, and supplies. Well, about three months ago, Keith Gretzky, in an interview on the show, uh, was when the Edmonton Oilers did not sign Luke Philip from the University of Alberta Golden Bears said, uh, in a perfect world, the Oilers uh, would look to add maybe a, a little bit older, uh, quicker player out of Europe. Uh, Gretzky then later snuck off and went into Sweden and go see some playoff action in the SHL, and the Oilers consummated a deal with Joachim Nygar, a uh, one-year contract, and I believe uh, we have him on the line. Joachim, it's Bob Stoffer in Edmonton. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. You're doing good. You're you? Good. Uh, I went to Gothenburg with the Oilers last year. I'm going to tell you this right now. Your English is better than my Swedish. So we start there. That's a, that's a good place. First of all, what's the proper pronunciation on your name? How do you want us to, uh, how do you want the fans to refer to you as, uh, how do you want us to pronounce your name? Uh, Joachim Nygaard. All right. Perfect. Well, I'll butcher. In Sweden, we say Joachim Nygaard. Okay, Joachim Nygaard. You're good with that. Uh, Nygaard, you're good yeah. with that. There you go. Uh, well, how much of a thrill is it for you to to get yourself an NHL uh, contract? How excited are you? Uh, I'm really excited. I mean, it's a it's a dream come true. Uh, I think thought about it since you were you were a little boy. So uh, it's gonna be be awesome. Getting, getting to Canada and, and play some hockey there. Um, how many? Now we're we're led to believe. I mean, it's sort of this happened this year for you, but it was more than just Edmonton. There were lots of different NHL teams uh, uh, that that were interested in your services, uh, wasn't there? Uh, it was uh, like twenty teams or something. I don't I don't really know. But uh, then I I played. Uh, I was in the World Championships, and then I headed home and then I took care of everything and it was like I don't know, six or seven teams that uh, uh, was really interested and then 
took a decision from there, and I liked I, I liked Edmonton and uh, spoke to them, and it felt felt really good. Um, I, I'm going to, I know I interviewed uh, both Adam Larson and Oscar Kleffbaum, and uh, like you, Oscar played in that Farstad organization. Now, did uh, was Oscar one of the guys that spoke to you about Edmonton, and was there anybody else in terms of the players that reached out to you at all? Uh, yeah, I spoke to Oscar uh, after our, our playoffs. Uh, he, he told me some things about the, the team and the town and stuff like that. And then I, at the World Championship, uh, I spoke to Adam Larson. Uh, told me told me some things too. So uh, I, I spoke to, to these two guys and uh, they just talked talk good about Edmonton. There you go. Um, how would you describe yourself as a player? Uh, I would say I'm a, a speedy player. Uh, I have good speed and uh, have developed my 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 goal, score, goal scoring. Uh, so I I would say I've developed my defensive play too. But I I would say I'm a I'm a forward that uh, likes to get some speed, get some speed, and score some goals. Uh, you know who Carl Hagelin is. Is that a fair comparison? Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, many person <laughs> compare me to him. So, uh, yeah, I will say that's uh, that's, that's a pretty good. Uh, Joe Kim, who is uh, who is your favorite uh, player growing up as a kid? Uh, my favorite player was uh, Patrick Kane. Actually, uh, looked at him a lot. Uh, we're not that uh, uh, we're not that look alike in the in the uh, game to play, but uh, I always like to look at him and when he makes the play and stuff like that. So that that was my favorite player growing up. Are you surprised how far you have progressed? How how much you've improved over the last three or four years? Because you said it was going to be a dream. I mean, you were a guy that wasn't drafted, maybe a little bit of a late bloomer. But in the last uh, three years, you scored 16, 17, and 21 goals in the Swedish Hockey League. I think this year you were second in the league in goals. So you've continuously improved every year, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Uh, I mean... I didn't think like four or five years ago that I'm gonna one day uh, get an NHL contract, but uh, I mean I have believed in it myself all the time and like practice hard all the time and uh, now the opportunity comes so just uh, just have fun and take the chance. Joachim Nygaard joining us on Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, the Oilers, of course, have both Oscar Clefbaum and Adam Larson. Uh, they also have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, two of the top four scoring players in the National Hockey League. McDavid, chosen by the NHL players, the best player in the world the last two years, the best player in the NHL. Have you had a chance to to watch any highlights of those guys over the last couple of years? Uh, yeah, I mean, Connor McDavid, yeah, I've seen some highlights on. Uh, uh, and uh, he's, a, he's a really good player. Uh, I would say he's the, he's the best player in the world. So, And he's, uh, he's still young, and uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's fun just to see him play.
Uh, Leon Dreisaitl scored 50 goals. He's the only player in the NHL last year that scored 50 goals and had over 100 points. And he played very well with Taylor Hall a couple years ago when Taylor was the speed guy on the left side. So that could be a potential. I don't know what they've discussed with you. Did you talk to Ken Hall and the Oilers' general manager as well, or Keith Gretzky? Uh, I spoke to them. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I'm going to... It's going to be like uh, the training camp, and I'm going to prove prove myself there, and then we'll see. Okay. Hey, I, while I got you on the uh, on the air here, the Oilers have also signed. Last year they signed a player, Joel Person. He went back and played in uh, uh, Sweden this past year, and now he's on an NHL one-way deal this year. Uh, I, yeah. I think Joel was probably top three or four scoring. for. Def- you have a high-scoring defenseman on your team as well. I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Um uh, but he's your guy's a left shot, but Person's a right shot. Uh, maybe just a bit of a scouting report. What can you tell us about Joel Person? Uh, a great person, and I mean he is really offensive skill. Uh, yeah, good skating, good shot, really good in power play. Uh, can play the puck from any situation. So uh, Joel Person is a really good player. Joel Kim, uh, congratulations on getting the uh, deal done. We look forward to meeting you when you come to training camp. Thank you for taking time to join us on Oilers Now. No problem. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, there you go. Uh, Joel Kim Niger of the uh, Edmonton Oilers. And again, uh, you know, three months ago, there was uh, some uh, Keith Kretzky mentioning the fact that uh, the Oilers were going to look uh, to Europe. Maybe I got to find that clip. I, somebody ran it in a. I don't know if it was Jonathan Willis or I'm trying to think of who it was that ran it. Uh, ran with it in terms of the Oilers blogosphere. It might have been Kurt Levins. Um, out there just uh, regarding Gretzky's comment that uh, an older European player, Niger is 24, he can skate, he's quick, uh, he's fast, and the Oilers obviously needed to improve their team speed. So it's remarkable. I mean, there's a guy that's played his entire career in Sweden, hasn't played North, now, you know, and hasn't played North America. Uh, English is a second language. It's pretty good. It's pretty impressive. And there's an old saying in hockey, right? We've said it once, we'll say it a hundred times. You can never go wrong. Agents will tell you this. You never go wrong going after kids uh, from a, a place called uh, that starts with the letter S. Saskatchewan or Sweden are pretty good guys. So uh, hopefully it's a, a big pickup for the Oilers. He kills penalties. He's fast. He's developed some offense the last couple of years. Not sure how it'll translate from SHL to uh, NHL, but nonetheless a very intriguing prospect. And the Oilers, you heard him, 20 different teams in on him. Then he got down to a list six or seven, and eventually it ultimately turned out to be Edmonton. 115 in Edmonton. When we come back, we'll uh, get to some texts. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Think all dealerships are the same. Think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford. You can also reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. The Dawn... The Don was saying, you never take any calls, Bob, on your show. You haven't taken them for like two weeks. Um, so let's do it. Let's open up the phone line, 780-496-0068. Your thoughts on Nygaard signing, uh, your thoughts on the, the Dave Tippett announcement, which appears, and you heard John Shannon. We're headed down that path tomorrow. Uh, you can uh, chime in if you want on the World Hockey Championship, Finland. Man, they're winning everything these days. They win a, and that tournament just shows you how single elimination works. They beat Sweden. 
Sweden's pretty good. They beat the Russians. The Russians were loaded. I wouldn't say Canada had a loaded team. I'd say Canada had a good team. Found a way to beat Canada. Imagine out shooting a team 21-3 to in the third period and being outscored 2 nothing. That happened to Canada yesterday. Calls, texts, tweets, emails when we come back on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, we're going to blast through four quick texts on our Heartland Ford text line. Here we go. And the Fizzler's making me laugh. Here we go. Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? You know, that's what happens, Brendan, when things move quickly on this uh, text message system on our Heartland Ford text line. Bob, please tell John Shannon to get an alarm regarding uh, paying up on bets. There's a bunch of us waiting for Bob to pay us off. That one comes to us from the Fizzler. And again, you can text us at 630-630. Bob, you and John just put a huge smile on my face. I was in grade 7 in 1987. Uh, My dad was friends with one of the Oilers players. He flew me down uh, from Grand Prairie. Uh... um, to watch uh, Game 7. My dad and I didn't relate very well to each other when I was growing up, but cheering for the Oilers back in the day was the one thing that really brought us together. Oh, crap. Now I have something in my eye. Thanks again. That one comes to us from Derek. You can text us at 630-630. Oilers GM. Bob, the European player you hinted at is Frederick Tiffles. He might have some speed, but he's no Nygaard. That goes for the offense as well from Oilers GM. We talked about Nygaard three months ago. How in the heck would we possibly have Adam Larson and Oscar Kleffbaum on the show talking about the player? Okay? I mentioned Tiffles just before Germany played the other day. Tiffles is a lot to just get people's thoughts on Tiffles, not as a potential oiler, as a, you know, what people thought of him. And the reason why I mentioned, and you're right, Nygaard is a better prospect than Tiffles. He's also a couple years older. Regarding Tiffles, he is looking for an NHL opportunity. And that means that he would do something like come to camp on an NHL deal, give it to, say, November 1st, and if he's not playing in the NHL permanently, do a termination contract. Yes, he has history with uh, Leon Dreisettle. I would suggest you getting Nygaard. Probably means that Jerry Johansson, who represents Tiffles, might have to look to a different NHL organization. Maybe they bring him in. I don't know. I don't know how far those conversations have gone. Again, you can uh, text us at 630-630. Dunner in North Van says, Bob, thank you for getting uh, Joachim on the show. Sounds like a great kid. P.S. Obviously, if you, uh, in your decade or so at the University of Alberta, you didn't take the pronunciation of the Swedish names course. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Let's go to Jim and Red Deer on line number seven. Jim, how are you doing? Not bad, Bob. uh, How was your holidays, by the way? Uh, it was okay. It was good for the kids. Oh, well, you know, just to let you know, your replacement did a fantastic job. You know, I hate it when his dad calls into the show, Jim, okay? So. <laughs> uh, Bob, two questions. Uh, I'm not thrilled about Tebbit. I don't know why. It's just one of those things I think they rushed in again. Um, he just didn't do anything with Phoenix, and I'm just not sure. I mean, time will tell. We'll, we'll see. But He, I, did, he did make it to one conference final back in 2012, th- third round. And when Dustin Penner sealed him off in Game Five, but uh, the last five years, he, I mean, how how I, I, that's the thing. I mean, eight of the first nine years he was head coach in the league. Dave Tibbet made the playoffs. The last five years in Arizona, they didn't make it. How much of a chance did right. they have? That's a fair question. They always used to seem to beat the Oilers even back then. Uh, right. And the last two years, hey, I, I get the consternation that Jim would be out there with the fan base. Absolutely. Yeah. The other question I have is I haven't heard heard too much. I know they got rid of Sutter. So is Keith Kreski's role going to expand? 
Keith Gretzky, uh, that's to be TBA. I can tell you that Keith Gretzky is in Buffalo. Keith Gretzky uh, did not run the farm system uh, for Peter Shirelli, but contributed in the makeup of the personnel for the farm team. Uh, Craig Matavish technically ran the farm team. Craig's gone. So you wonder whether or not uh, Keith Gretzky doesn't take over that duty and responsibility and then stays involved in amateur scouting because he's been heavily involved in amateur scouting, Jim, as you know, the last couple of years. You said he's in Buffalo? Yeah, he's in Buffalo at the Combine. The NHL Combine. Oh, okay. in, and right. today's the first day of interviews. So he is in Buffalo. He's literally, I can't, I can't, I'm not going to tell you which player he's interviewing right now, but he's interviewing. Right. He's, he's with a group interviewing players right now. Well, I just hope they find some way to keep him because it would be a big loss if we didn't. I agree. Thanks, Jim. I, I think Keith. Gret- yeah, I think Keith Gretzky did a great job. I think uh, he's he's done a terrific job on the amateur side. He did not distance himself from the pro moves that were made. Some others who are maybe a little bit more opportunistic might have done that. Um, and there should be something to be said for loyalty in that situation. Okay, he could have said, "Well, you know." I was on the road for 10 and a half of the first 12 weeks of the year, and Pete made a couple trades, and I didn't really, you know, wasn't heavily vested, but Keith Kretzky never did that. He said, when we made the trades. Let's go to Aaron on line number one. Aaron, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. What's up? Uh, I just kind of wanted to pick your brain maybe about a certain issue, or not issue, sorry, a certain kind of, I guess, trade proposal in a way. Okay, go Uh, for it. I I really like I thought it was an underrated deal by Doug Armstrong to grab Braden Shen out of Philadelphia <laughs> and seeing kind of that Patrick was a draft pick there and they needed to clear room for him and kind of taking advantage of that. And I know that they did trade a couple of high picks, like they got Morgan Frost in that deal. But yeah. they also were able to dump the Terrace contract for two yeah. years, which I thought was a really nice what do you, what do you think the uh, pro? What do you think the pro scouts thought of that deal, Aaron, in Philly? Ooh, I... Come on. I... I what do you mean? Well, what do you? What, what, they traded away. So St. Louis dumped Laterra, who's pretty much been a dog in his career, yeah. right? Yes, they they gave up a late a later number one, right? That's they ended up giving up was a later yeah. number one. Well, like Frost was like what twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight, or yeah, something. Yeah, twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. If you're if you, like the Philadelphia, uh, you know, Braden. <laughs> I don't know about you, but you trade Mike Richards, who was the captain of your team, and you get back Simmons and Braden Shen. And Braden Shen's a legitimate top six NHL. On some teams, Braden Shen's a first liner. So yeah, definitely. if I was a pro scout, I'd be cheesed off at Ron Hextall for doing that trade. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I kind of wondered whether or not the Oilers could have gotten in on Shen with Jordan Everly Plus. But, uh, yeah, exactly. I, right? I remember thinking that at the time as well. And I know that, yeah, it's just kind of like acquiring a player like around 24 or 25, taking advantage of another team's situation. I know the most obvious one there is, is Tampa Bay and like comparables there. I know, I think they want to still want to deal Killorn or Palat before Johnson. Yeah, I would, you know what? I, I would, I'm not a big Killorn guy. So, yeah, oh, me neither. I think he's on a lower uh, scale. Johnson's, in, Johnson's interesting because he's a right shot and he can play center. Exactly. And I was thinking that, I think another guy i know they probably love him but Trocheck out of florida yeah they're not trading him they him. love they love him 
Yeah, I know, but if they have, I don't know, if there's some sort of thing with Panarin and Bobrovsky going there and they need to get Well, some people him. think, you know, Huberto had 92 points. Barkov had 96. So if they get oh, yeah. uh, if they get Panarin, they're not trading Trocek. They'll they'll move somebody else out of there. They, You know what? They might have already made the preemptive strikes there, right? When they, Who did they trade to Pittsburgh? Uh, and, yeah, that's uh, the that's the preemptive strike they made. They dumped Bukestad's contract at like four million plus. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it would be I think it would be useful. I'm not necessarily into the idea of trading the first round pick, but I mean, I think the free agent crop does. It seems like you're always going to overpay for a player and just grabbing a guy with two or three years left on a deal, and he's about twenty four, twenty five. Uh, yeah, like a great idea to me. I mean, there's a lot of people that think, well, what about Nylander from Toronto? What would the cost be there? What about uh, Ehlers in Winnipeg? What are they going to do? Yeah, uh, and then I'd love every, to see Ehlers uh, on McDavid's wing. <laughs> what's that? I'd love to see Ehlers on McDavid's wing. <laughs> well, yeah, ab- absolutely. But, uh, again, we'll, we'll, usually it's, you know, like, I didn't think that Chen's name was out there a lot because Hextall wasn't, you know, the most accessible guy to, to, to get to. But uh, there's no question that trade helped St. Louis. And oh, yeah. physical too. Uh, yeah, and then they got you know, and then they go and get in the off season they get O'Reilly, right? And they, they dump yep. they dump two players, uh, Saboka, who I always thought was overrated. I know Mac T loved him, but uh, I'm sorry, yeah. he's, he's once he came back from Europe, he was not the same player. And then uh, who was the other guy that quit uh, Berglund? Like they got out of Berglund's contract, oh, yeah, yeah. right? And they yeah. got O'Reilly. Like that's that's a big deal. Aaron, thanks for the call. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. 128 in Edmonton. We're going to step out. You can text us at 630-630. Jack Michaels, Reed Milk, uh, Reed Wilkins, uh, Brendan Escott, myself. The unfortunate updates on the number after a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.